episode 63, Games! One year later. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletop, RPGs, but always about the games we play. My name's Brian, and with me is co-founder, Chris. Yes, that's me. Hey, Chris. Welcome back. Uh, We have a lot to talk about, but before we get there, this is episode 63 of The Games We Play. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. If this is the first time listening, we are kind of in a quarantine special where Chris and I are recording remotely, so we're doing this over Google Hangouts and recording on our sides. Uh, but we do appreciate you listening. Typically on this podcast, we try to do smaller segments and break it up, but we kind of just threw that outside the window. <laughs> as we've been changing things up and just uh, making this real casual-like. But we do appreciate you listening. This week, we are going to be talking about uh, board games. Yes, imagine that. You're listening to a podcast about board games, and we're going to talk about board games. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit uh, about, uh, Chris, you got married this last week, so we'll talk yes, about that probably here a little bit. And, and then, um, you know, when I was looking back, uh, Emily and I did this uh, last week, but I was looking back last year, a year ago, on episode 11 of this podcast, we did a Gen Con preview. And so I started looking about looking at the games we've been talking about. And I actually kind of want to go through and talk about some of these because now we're a whole year later. And uh, it's kind of interesting looking back and seeing what we were excited about and whatnot. So um, that's probably going to be the most of the podcast talking about uh, these video games. So it's almost like a year in review type thing talking about all, did I say video games? You Um, did. I'm in board games. A year in review talking about the board games that we played this last year, what we've experienced, and some highlights, and and maybe some games to check out yourself. So, Chris, before we move on to anything, yes. uh, let's talk about our our gaming goals for the year. Let's check up on that. How's your gaming goals going? Um, for playing new games, uh, it slowed down slightly since uh, the last time, just because uh, something about I mean, uh, a I wedding, know. getting married, planning all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Jamie did say yes. She didn't run away. No runaway bride go. scenario or anything like that. So she 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 still loves me after all this uh, uh, truth about. Uh, about uh, gaming and she all saw the board, board game collection. Yes, didn't run away. Yep, yep, exactly. So <laughs> she, she's a keeper. She's a true girl. No, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we got married. Um, all the kids and everybody. Party of nine. That's uh, kind of our theme, is what we call it. And, it's that pound. Uh, yeah, it's pound. <laughs> pound party of nine. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so we had a fun time. It was good seeing you and Corey and the misses all came out with. Uh, yeah. We we were able to. Um, um, so just actually, just a few weeks ago, uh, we finally found out we were able to have a reception. So uh, mm. that that was because when we first started planning all this before March, we were having. Uh, this, everything yes, seemed normal. Everything then. seemed normal. Then, then COVID nineteen hit, and and uh, so our wedding uh, was off. Well, Jamie and I were still going to get married, but we didn't know what it was going to look like. So, finally, a yeah. couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, we we were given the go. Everything opened up slightly with uh, with uh, modifications here in Iowa. So we were able to have uh, our, our reception, and we did the wedding ceremony with just a small um, the family. Um, 
to do that and then partied with a bunch of uh, our f- uh, family and friends afterwards and and it was it was limited we had to have <laughs> we had to dismiss people for the the food uh, one table at a time and and ma- try to maintain social distance as best as you can at a wedding reception and everybody knew going into it what they were getting into but uh, it was fun. It was good. It was a good time. It was good seeing yeah, you guys. Yeah, it was fun. Yes, it, it was. It was a great time. It yeah. was nice to see people in, in person. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, and laughing and getting out and enjoying. The, it was a beautiful night, so yes, things were A little great. humid for my taste, it, yes. but... Uh, well, it's Iowa right now in July, so... I think yeah. it rained an hour after or so. Yes. It just downpoured, but Thank- for 15, 20 minutes, and then it was done. Yep, and thankfully it was during uh, dinner time, so we were everybody was inside, and uh, so when we went it was back outside, cat it was, and dogs yes. raining. Oh my so that gosh! Was yeah. nice it, yeah. Well, we need it. It's so dry here. We just don't need it all at once, though. <laughs> <laughs> Spread it out just a little bit, please. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, hopefully, maybe life is getting back to a little bit back to normal uh, yeah. here in the next week or two for you. Um, let's see. You know, I don't even have it readily available. I I don't. I didn't really play a whole lot of more games. Um, but that's okay. It's been one of those weeks. I think I say that every week, but it's been all those weeks. Um, but congratulations on getting married. That was uh, it was really exciting, fun to hang out and see you guys. And yeah, it was good times. Yeah, it was. It was. Let's move on then and talk about the board games section of the podcast. Yeah, sure. All right. So last year, Gen Con, uh, we did a little preview. I think it was two weeks before. Yeah, I think yes, it was two we weeks before two weeks we before. actually went to Gen Con. Yep. And so we kind of broke up a. And, you know, on second hand, we probably should have invited Corey to this because Corey was actually involved with this. Whoops. Sorry, Corey. Um, but we kind of broke up our Gen Con last year on want to buy, want to demo, and games we're excited about. So I kind of wanted to look back and hit on some of these games just because it it's actually kind of funny a year later. And there's some really good games that we actually did play and got a hold of that just highly recommend. So if you're looking for a game here to stave off uh, boredom and quarantine, you got extra time. Here's some really good games to check out here um, in the next few months. Even, I don't know about you guys, our work just said that we're basically not going back <laughs> until December at least. So we got a lot more time at home. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year, more than likely. <laughs> no kidding. Crazy. Let's talk about our want to buy from, from last year. The one that really sticks out to me is Everdell. Yeah. Uh, I think this was one I put on there. Uh, I th- we might have talked about this on the podcast at some point, maybe in passing. We haven't done uh, a review or anything, but uh, Everdell is a worker placement game that is set in this mystical animal yes. forest world i don't even know how to describe it but basically you take on a a creature uh, uh, a, a type of animal i think you could do like hedgehog and i don't even turtles remember the i was the turtles. turtles yep i like turtles yes. yep the dwarves <laughs> of the forest the dwarves of the forest. I think that's what Cork <laughs> named him as. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Um anyway, you, you can take on any one of these animals and you get your little meeples and it's a worker placement game. But what's really unique about this game is the table presence. Yes. If you recall that huge I mean huge, I think it's like four inches off the table tree. It's like a yeah. 3D tree that sits right there at the middle of the board. And 
really its only function is to hold some cards in your workers. It's it's really just there to look pretty. It, 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 it does its job well. <laughs> it does. And uh, basically, there's just cards. And you're using these cards that you can build into your, your tableau. You're building a city. And all these cards... Um, either have uh, their buildings or there's workers that you can place in those buildings or use with the with the buildings. And uh, it's just straight up worker placement. There's places on the board you can place to get resources to then build those buildings, which then gives you victory point conditions at the end. Or there's you almost build up an engine where you can get discount on things. You get extra resources when you do X, Y, Z. And you're just building this engine. What's unique about it is the table presence the theme the colors it's just it's a beautiful game the artwork's great and it kind of is a hybrid worker placement engine building which uh personal fan of yeah i really enjoyed this game enjoyed it enough that i not only bought everdell the collector's edition but i bought the expansion at gym con last year Pearlbrook, yeah. and I kickstarted the next expansion, which just we we just got a month or two ago, which we actually haven't still played yet. Which adds the 3D animals that you can put yeah. saddles on, so your worker animals can ride these bigger animal. That's uh, really cool looking. Mount up, uh, like it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you want to ride a bear, by all means. Uh, so that was Everdell. I know you got a chance to play it. We played at Gen Con. Yep. You know, what were your thoughts? Oh, on it that? was lots of fun. Like you said, table presence was awesome. I love that in a game that looks great on on a table and interacts and the pieces and the chits and everything. And then uh, it's a good game in the fact. So that's two thumbs up regarding that. We enjoyed that tremendously. That's one I really would like to break out more and when we can all get yeah. together more. I think that one is. I think something that the ladies might even like that, but uh, we we definitely you Corey and I may have to do a year reunion here very quick and and get that out with some of the expansions and especially yeah. with Gen Con yeah, that happening, maybe yeah. we meet up and play some of this. Uh, wasn't yeah. that the game where we ended earlier and Corey just kept playing and playing <laughs> yes, he did. and playing? I think I was done first, and you were shortly after me. Yeah. And Corey and still Corey just he, just, he just kept going. He just kept going. <laughs> and we're just yes. like, all right, yeah. tell us when you're done. Yeah, yeah. No, that was so fun. Yeah, I ended up backing it on Kickstarter with everything. I got the whole base game plus Pearl Brook and the, then the the expansions too as well. And like you said, I got that. I think it's still in boxes. Um, I finally but delivered. Com- yeah. yeah, I finally delivered. The components are yes. off the oh shelf. Oh my though. gosh, yes. Even those little berries. So berries is one of the resources. Yep. They're these rubber silicone yeah. berries it, that are shaped like that. I, I don't, you don't see resources like that. No, Usually they're just little cardboard or wooden not like silicone it was interesting it was i really liked it because they had a mixture of different uh i, I want to say i thought there was a couple plastic pieces too not many but the wood the uh the cardboard and then these like you said the silicone it was a nice mixture of everything Oh, and, and then with the yep. collector's edition yep. that we got, yep. uh, it comes with upgraded components. So you do yep. have the metal coins. You do oh, have the right. wooden yep. twigs and stuff. But I I believe with the base game, the non-collector's edition, you still get those little rubber things. But right. yeah, off the chart, it is a little overwhelming at first. It is not, it's not maybe the most introductory worker placement game, but you get a game under your belt. It's not that hard, I don't think. It's just a little different to get used to, but. Great game. Yes. Really, really enjoy it. So that one kind of jumped off the charts. Any of those want to buys jump off the 
chart for you? Um, two of them actually. Shadow Run, uh, that was the sixth edition RPG version. Um, oh yeah, you're yeah, really excited. Yeah, about I was that. really excited that I played a lot of Shadow Run. Got introduced to that at Gen Con. Um, and played a lot last year. Uh, that sixth edition came out. I got into that. I've messed and you around. You did with buy some, it, right? Yeah. Oh, yep. I bought it. I bought yep. it. <laughs> yeah, I bought it. So you did follow through. <laughs> yep. I bought it. I did follow through. And so, um, and oh yeah. So I loved it, and I was looking so forward to be able to go play again because it's that's that's a game for me. That there's not a, a local group around here yet, um, or at least that I know of. Um, so and I'm, Corey and yeah, I are not yeah, really not into really into it that. Or, yep, yeah. yep. So I'm gonna look uh, look online. I know there's uh, lately over these last couple of months online oh, I'm presence sure. is huge is huge and that's a good um, point and yeah. you can do it online pretty yep. well and yeah. not really yes yeah. i'm and i'm very new to roll 20 and doing discord uh chat and oh, stuff like yeah. that but that's that's how they do a lot of these rpgs nowadays since you can't get together and so that might actually open up my ability to to play some nice. shadow run so yeah i'm looking into that um here and that's so but, yeah. shadow run for if, if you yep. don't know is a rpg game role-playing yep. game so yep. You know, a lot of imagination and talking through and playing through, but it's a steampunk, is that yep. right? Yep, cyberpunk uh, fantasy theme. So you got uh, orcs and dwarves and elves and trolls and fairies in a futuristic uh, cyberpunk uh, a theme um, where mm -hmm. magic and science meld together. And uh, it's it's just, it's been around for a long time since, uh, yeah, just a long time. Um and it really is just a theme that grabs me. I love science fiction and I love fantasy. And you mix these two together where you've got a troll all, all cybered up with uh, and a magic elf and a dwarf and, and just all this stuff. It's it's really, really cool. It's it's the setting is set that um, the governments have basically have fallen, but they're run basically it's run by uh, corporations and there's some big corporations that basically set the rules. There are governments, but they're they uh, they don't have the real power. It's all the, the economy. And basically, so there's subterfuge and um, just all this backstabbing of trying to steal secrets and all this this business is having this secret team of shadow runners go collect this or steal that from somebody or even there's some you can go to assassinations and stuff like this but um, there's there's all those those dark secret things that businesses do and that's what the shadow runners are called to do and that's what you are you're you play that shadow runner who's who oh, hires that yeah. hires out their special skills for whatever it is you could be a street samurai or a magic uh, adept or you can play it just it's so open um open character generation so it's you're not tied into your fighter or your cleric or a wizard mm -hmm. like in D, D dungeons and dragons you can delve and create this character to just do what you want to play with and it's really cool i i just love this uh, the theme and the scene and it's uh, it really has touched me. It's unique compared to me growing up playing Dungeons and Dragons. So I got the boys interested in it. We've talked about it. Uh, we've just been sidetracked a little bit, but now with uh, the th playing more online, I'm a uh, look into delving and, and getting into a couple adventures here and there. So very yep, cool. Yep, I like it. Very cool. Uh, and what was the other game that you saw on there? The other was Century of the Golem Edition, Eastern Mountains. That's one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yep. That was one we were looking at, wanting to buy. And, yep, I bought it. So yeah, 
that's we played a lot of that and i've introduced that to jamie and she likes the uh the um century um games so the two oh, yeah, the two we have we were especially one, yeah. the golem yes I mean, the, yeah the just... golem edition is the the edition we like yeah we're looking to pick up the third game uh that was supposed to come out at, at gen con this year but yeah i missed yeah. the the pre-order came out a couple of weeks oh, ago and i missed it uh, and it's sold out now uh, on yep. plan b games oh i totally missed it then. website yep yep i missed it too and yep. emily's like i said something she's like oh yeah i saw that and i i'm like ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I even follow them on Facebook and social media. I didn't see it, so it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to get the bundle with right. the neoprene mat and the the third one. But uh, I'll I'll pick it up later when it comes back in stock. At least I have the third game in the regular century game, so I can still play it. But uh, that's cool. Good stuff. Yep. Um, another one that jumps out is Cartographers, a yeah. role player tale. Uh, I did end up picking that one up, and this game is probably one of my most played games this year. Oh. I guess I've played it eight times, which I feel like I've played it more than that. But this has been a game that I just come back to time and time where, hey, we're at work. Well, by work, I mean remotely. And Corey, hey, you want to play a game? And sure, what game? Eh, let's just play Cartographers. It plays really well in Tabletop Simulator. plays really well in person. It's a great roll and write with some... Uh, a lot of strategic decisions that I, I enjoy, and it changes up enough that the scoring conditions change every time because of the cards. And um, even within each of the categories, there's multiple cards. So even the combinations of the cards come out, it can really change your strategy every time you play it. It's a great game. If you're looking to get in a roll and write or haven't played a roll and write, uh, but like a fantasy theme, you know, the fantasy theme, I mean, it's not really there per se. All you're doing is, is drawing maps. And I'm pretty sure when I put this back on, I'd like to listen back. I think you guys gave me a hard time about this when I brought a cartographer. You're like, I'm like, yeah, you're drawing a map. And you guys are like, okay. Oh, I'm sure Corey did. I'm sure he just get, uh, rode you on about <laughs> drawing a map. So, yeah, that's a great game. Highly recommend it. So good. Uh, Machi Kuro Legacy, I didn't end up buying at Gen Con, but we did just buy recently when it was on sale. It was expensive for a yeah. Legacy game. For Machi Kuro, it was like 50 bucks or something at Gen Con. I was like, all right. But what are you going to do? Okay, want to demo. Uh, moving on to any of those games uh, jump out to you. And to be honest with the these wanted demos, we had, what, two, four, six, eight? We had a lot. We had like 13, and most of these are, I don't know. I, I haven't heard about them since. There's only a few that I'm like, I even know what they are. The rest, I'm not even sure. I haven't even seen these on the radar at all. Right. Uh, and, and Any jump out to you? Well, uh, Riot Quest, that's the uh, Privateer Press a War Machine Hordes type game where you have your band of um, questers, whatever, that you basically are in an arena fighting everybody. This is, Corey and I played this. Um, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so he's, we, we, we're in the War Machine Hordes type stuff, and, and Corey's really, really, with his kids and so on, are really into it. And he ended up buying this at Gen Con a lot last year, and we played it. Oh, and, yeah, that's right. Yep, they played yep, it, yep. yep, so that, that's one of them. Um, the other was the Towers of Arkanos. We, the, uh, you and I both yep. picked that up. And we've played we've that. We reviewed so, it yes. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, played that several times. Um, one that I really liked, and um, I want to get with you and play some time is Bargain Quest. That's do you own it? Yes, I do. I oh, ended up, I really yeah, want to play this. I picked it up after 
um, after Gen Con last year. I wasn't able to get mm-hmm. it there, but uh, Renegade Games, which I they, they got some sneaky, sneaky games that are really Clank. good. Yes, yes. So get into that later on about the excited. Um, but yeah, and so I picked up Bargain Quest, and that's a game. Basically, you're it's adventuring and capitalism mixed. You're you you have a shop and uh, you work on having um basically your items in the shop and you go get your adventurers and you build them up and you try to recruit them then you go out and fight monsters and earn more money for your shop and basically you recruit you you upgrade your shop you get your adventurers you get them things and you send them out to adventure and it, it's it sounds like it it's a really good mix of a some game mechanics and some theme with it and kind of um, unique very because you'd be very. usually you'd be on the other side right. hey you're the fighter going in yeah and i think this was actually inspired by your retro rpg video games yes. where you're yes. going from town to town buying new items upgrading your character well, what happens if you were the shopkeeper yeah. <laughs> in one of these worlds, RPG worlds? Exactly. That's what the inspiration yep. Very unique. And I've heard a lot of good things yes, about this. So I see it I'm... all over social media. Yes. And the, the art on it, like you said, the art is very much like that 8-bit type graphic uh, uh, RPG old video game styles. Definitely yep. tells inspired. Yep. 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 Um, Re- Return of the Dark oh, Tower yes. is on there. Yep. Um, so news with that, they on the Kickstarter just reached out asking for playtesters, and I signed up and yeah. I got contacted. Nice. So um, we we do have to playtest this three times on Tabletop Simulator by August third. So okay. um, they're supposed to be sending details here tomorrow about how Wonderful. to do that. So uh, I I checked with Corey; he was in too. Um, but really exciting. Want to check it out? See how the game's progressing. Obviously, it's it's going to be tabletop. You're not going to have like the real. A real thing, yeah. No, but yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see how this plays. Hopefully, the two hundred dollars we paid, or in your case, more, because you you got the neoprene. Uh, I hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, it better not suck. Yeah, I, I know. But hey, at least we get to play test it. We can I know. give some feedback if it does. That'd be right? cool. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I I, so, I emailed him too, but I, I never heard anything back. So I'm glad you got it. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll let you know when uh, when I get the information. Corey, you and I should uh, Ab- definitely play. It. Absolutely. I'm really excited about that. But love to. Um, uh, the only other ones on this that I've really heard of since is the Edge of Darkness, which is the mm-hmm. AG game. Um, super expensive. They had a second Kickstarter for a reprint on that. I didn't. I decided not to. Um, some of these other ones I just haven't heard about since like Conflicting Legends. I haven't heard of it. The right. Stygian. Stygian Society haven't heard Tears of London. I haven't yeah. heard anything of Time Chase, which yeah, Time Chase was supposed to be a time traveling trick taking where you can travel through time and change up stuff from what happened previous in the game, which sounded really oh, cool. Yeah. Then I've heard nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um. So who knows? Yeah, I've seen that Tears of London on the uh, discount sale at Miniature Market. So if, wah, if yeah, wah. if that tells you something, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, the God a God of War, the card game. Didn't hear anything about that Las Vegas Royale. Didn't hear much about that. The yeah. you know Run Fight Die, which I have the original one from Gen Con a couple of years. The Reloaded. Didn't hear anything after that. Yeah, yeah. So I know it's kind of weird. It's funny we look at this and be like, this looks really cool or kind of yeah. unique, and then. Nothing. Yep. Uh, I just pulled up that time chase. It's a 6.6 on BGG. So I don't know. Not terribly bad, but interesting that that didn't pick up something like 
uh, the crew did. Right. Um, kind of in the same vein and kind of unique, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yep. All right, let's uh, move on here just for brevity six. Yep. Uh, the last thing is the things we were excited about. So a couple of these definitely pop off uh, the page here. The first I'm going to talk about is Nemesis. Yeah. We talked about that we were excited about. And for good measure, because I finally did get my hands on Nemesis. This is a sci-fi themed game where we're all on a spaceship, a derelict spaceship. And we all have a special mission to accomplish. And you have to try to accomplish it and then escape from the ship. Uh, The problem is, is the ship is infested with aliens. Like actual aliens. Not the movie, but kind of the very movie. similar i mean very similar they they have the tail and like the mandibles and uh and yeah they drip acid details <laughs> details, <right>? details exactly <laughs> but it, it's basically aliens the board game not aliens the movie. officially licensed but it, it's the same vein you have your characters you're trying to screw somebody over because you have some corporate your corporate, some of us could be corporate stooges trying to look out for the corporation where you might have to try to get an embryo off the ship. You know, we, you know, the alien movie, yep. that's why it was. And there's a lot of tension. It's a semi cooperative. You don't know who's going to try to screw you over. At the same time, aliens are jumping you. It is a lot of fun. There's a, there's a lot of unique rooms and a noise system where you can attract noise, which um, is pretty pretty easy, pretty streamlined. And there's even special rooms that you can activate to fend off aliens, the lock doors and trap aliens in the ship. And you can do you can airlock aliens out of the ship. You can do a lot of cool stuff. And it's almost like it's really close to a sandbox, like a fine line between a sandbox. You know, think Western legends where it's just this open world western do whatever you want it's basically an open world spaceship with aliens and you can kind of do whatever you want it is it's a lot of fun uh really worth it uh excited about getting the kickstarter exclusives for it and the new expansion yes. for kickstarter uh it won't come out till next year but really excited about that nemesis i can't say enough about it so much fun very thematic it is a little pricey it's a big investment it's not definitely not a casual game no and it's not going to be for everybody a lot of people don't like that sim semi-cooperative i.e we're kind of working together but kind of not um but for some of us who really like it, like myself, yep. uh, I love those games. Yeah, um, me too. So. I'm there with you. I'm a- That's Nemesis. Uh, any of those on the list uh, jump out to you? Yeah, several of those um, we looked at, and I actually ended up purchasing uh, via there or just after Gen Con, Terror Below. Um, that's the game from Renegade Games regarding, oh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, Kevin Bacon Tremors, the movie. Um, that's that as a board game. But not yeah, Tremors. But not Tremors. But yeah, Tremors, uh, but not Tremors. Uh, the Terror Below, that looked really cool. It's got some really neat uh, um, plastic figures, uh, components and stuff that deal with the worms and the eggs. And you're basically, you play, you're a person, you've got to go out and collect these eggs and that's they're worth value. And then, of course, that causes these worm monsters to come out. But there's there's more to it than that. It looks really cool. In the Hall of the Mountain King, that's one I backed on Kickstarter a while ago that came out at at uh, Gen Con last year. That's Did what, you get yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I have it. And the, several of these, exactly. These are the games I want to want you and Corey. Stolen Shrink. Exactly, Stolen Shrink. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of these are. Got to pull these out and play these. 
um, that was a really cool looking one. It's got a lot, got a lot of press at Gen Con last year. Uh, Get, yeah, that, and yeah. it's dwarf theme. Um, no, it's it's tro- no? troll theme. Is it's, it? Yes, oh, okay. the mountain mountain kings are the troll. So you play a troll. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. You think mountain yeah. king and you think dwarf. You think of that. I, mean. I agree. Um, the, of course, then clank. But that's expeditions temple of the uh, ape lords. Uh, that's the expansion. But clank is just so good. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Clank yep. is so much fun. Yep. And Clank Legacy, man. Yeah. Oh, yep. I want to. That's probably one of my favorite. That's a top three game for me. Nice. It is that good. Nice. But you'll hate it. You rip up so many cards in that game. Yeah. I, I think uh, on one PlayStation, Emily and I played it two or three times over. It was like a Saturday or something. We had a stack. A, an inch high of just torn up cards because you're just constantly tearing up cards and there's no ways around it. How, the board is two sided and the board, as it comes out of the box, only a third of it has anything on it. The rest is all stickers that complete the paths. And depending on how you unlock it, there's some stuff that could be different depending on your decisions you make in the game. So the board can be different just even depending on what your decisions. Um, but basically two thirds of the board is stickers Ooh. that you put on the board to make the rest of the board. That's the removable stickers, right? No, no, there, there's, yeah. there's no removing yeah. on this game. There's, there's zero resetting on this game. It is that involved uh, because it, there's so many choices you make in the game that some stuff does just doesn't come out. There's situations where you meet some NPC characters and later they come up and you get a choice where like, whose side are you going to choose? And depending on who you choose, uh, one becomes a bad guy, one becomes a good guy, and different cards and different nemesis come out depending on how you choose, and that permanently is there for the rest of the game. Wow. For all the rest of the plays. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no reset in that game for sure. Um, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's tough for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not get, tough. It's fun. It's, oh, you, I'm you sure you it's fun. It, but you, you buy it knowing yeah, you're going to do that. It is, but yeah. I, I have the fear of uh, uh, that, fear of being left out of well i didn't get to experience that part of the game and i'll never get to experience that part of a game unless i go buy another game and play it that way so yeah but you're not gonna want to yeah after after playing that it's a marathon man it is a because those games with all the extra reading all the extra quests and choice and stuff um some of those games are two hour length yeah and it's it's over technically 11 playthroughs you're you're talking like 30 hours sure, at least sure I get and that. then your and then your final board and then it, there is some extra stuff that comes out that once you finally complete the game now now you can play with those modules and actually you can play the game through with all your characters leveled up and there's some stuff you can do so you still get to play clank but you get to play it on your board that you made with all your extra stuff that you created plus some new stuff that comes out not i don't want to give any spoilers i'm just trying to make it as vague as possible but um that's really cool too is that there's stuff that you don't even get to use or play with during those 11 playthroughs until you complete the game and now that you have a static board you can play with, it's cool. kind of cool. Yeah, that's in neat. theory. In theory, the cards that you don't get to see because they're still left in the card. It's called a card porium. It's literally this treasure chest thing that's like the magnet lid um, that holds all the extra cards. So when the game says go fetch cards 22, 23, you go pull that open. Um, technically, all those cards that are left in there, you could throw them in at when you're done with the game. Um, if you really want to see all the cards, but yeah, pretty cool. Anyway, interesting. Clank Lacey, 
probably the best gaming board game experience I've had. One of my favorite games. So good. Nice. I'll have to try that so sometime. Good. I'll have to try that. But yeah, uh, two others that I backed on Kickstarter <laughs> over a year ago that came out uh, during Gen Con time were War of the Worlds, The New Wave, and then Vindications. Uh, it was Leaders and Alliances expansion. So I backed, ended up back in Vindication and War of the Worlds. And heard Do you have those? Yeah, I have those. Uh, heard really good things. Heard really good things about Vindication and War of the Worlds. Is, is It's up and down. Some people really like it. Some people were... Um, on the fence. So love to give those a try sometime still a year later. <laughs> <laughs> One of the others on there is called to adventure. We put on there. Yes. We hadn't played it yet. And we knew that the stormlight archive, yep. uh, they're releasing version, which just came out like two weeks ago. I think Corey got his copy. He did. And, uh, we were all excited about it. We did get, we did review it on the podcast and, um, I have a copy yep. and I, did you, do you have a copy? I don't remember. I do not have a copy to call to adventure yet. That's but we played a couple of times yep. at lunch, and yep. um, it seemed you kind of liked it because it's definitely a hybrid between a board game but also RPG yep. where you're kind of telling a story. Um, so it, it's light on the board gaming, but it's not heavy on like storytelling yep. RPG. It's kind of a happy medium, yep. and there's no dice. There's the runes, which are really cool, those yeah. two-sided, those those acrylic, I think they're acrylic, yep. maybe plastic, I, so. I don't know. Those are cool. They just feel yep. good. Just th- casting runes and it coming up is really cool. Yep. I like that a lot. That was a neat mechanic. Neat change from dice. Yep. Yep. I They should put more in. And then the last one is Downforce Wild Ride. I still don't have a copy oh. of this. So at Gen Con, they didn't actually were selling it. I was, uh, I thought they were, but it wasn't out yet. It didn't come out for a few months after. Uh, I, it was so then sold out, of course, for the longest time because I didn't pre-order it. And uh, it's it's basically back in stock now. And I really want to get this. Reviews look really good. If you're a fan of Dan, Downforce, which we've talked about on this podcast, we're all big fans of Downforce. Great family game. If you're looking for something... Um, casual but fun great for the family where you're racing cars it's a little competitive but it's not terribly random um but it's still fun and a lot of strategy downforce is a fantastic game for that um we've talked about on the podcast i can't say enough good things about this game but this wild ride is an expansion it's basically two more maps right it's a two-sided board and what i think is really cool about it is one of them adds ramps so you can ramp and you can like jump over cars from the ramps and the other side, the wild ride, why they call it wild ride. Well, I guess it works for both because you're ramping. And the, the other one, you're going through a jungle. And so there's actually these animal meeples that can come on the board and block the cars. Nice. Oh, yes. I remember that. That's the wild ride. Yeah. Yes. That's looks yeah. cool. So um, that's one I definitely want to pick up. And the last is Artemis Project. I've heard so many good things about this. And... I still haven't picked this up. I've heard so many good things about it. I don't know. Have you have you checked that out or heard about that? I have heard about the Artemis Project, but I haven't seen it around. I don't know. It's one that um, I I just don't know if it's just come out to in my circles of, of looking to purchase games. Um, but yeah, I haven't picked it up yet at either, but I heard good things. And I remember, remember it from last year talking about it and looking for it at uh, a Gen month Con. or two ago, I saw it go on sale and then I missed it. It went oh, on like super on sale, yeah. um, but it's a seven and a half on BGG. That's good. It's, um, I just really like the looks of it. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of dice in it. I think you would like that. Yeah, so. I agree. <laughs> But uh, all right, well, that's kind of a wrap up looking about a year ago what we were excited about for Gen Con, which I could 
remember sitting in your living room and the and the the fold out table sitting in your living room talking about this. Yeah. Um, I can this is isn't this the episode where we got the epic worker placement. Yep. Yep. Epic worker placement. Yes it was with the Everdell, yep, sitting in in the family room. Yep. That was that that was back in the day when we were still recording on single track for some reason and Newbies. it was not yeah. It wasn't even on purpose, we were all just an epic worker placement at the same time. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So that uh, that was a re- year in review. Quite a few good games out there that we talked about. Uh, definitely check. If any of those games look interesting, check them out. Look at Board Game Geek. Uh, just Google them. Look at pictures. The ones that we recommend highly, just look at them, pick them up. Um, there's definitely a game for somebody on that list for games we talked oh, about. Yes. If you're looking for something new, looking for something for the family, something to fill in some time during uh, quarantine and uh, having some extra time at home, highly recommend all most, if not all, those games, uh, except for Shadowrun. So <laughs> that's if <laughs> no, that's if you're tired <laughs> of playing Dungeons and Dragons for an RPG and want something still fantasy, but with a different, uh, different touch yeah. to it. Little yeah. cyberpunks, yeah, science, yeah, check it out. There's uh, video games for that too, right? Absolutely, uh, yes, and that's a really popular uh, video games. They have several on Steam, um, and I actually, after Gen Con last year, I went out and purchased that. It was a uh, Steam sale, got it fairly cheap, and and uh, those are it's really good. Uh, won some awards, and it's really good, really good play. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, speaking of video games, did we talk about? nemesis video game that they announced uh just that that was part of the backers um you got a uh, uh didn't we talk about in the backing of nemesis the board game that they announced that they're doing a video game of it yeah did we talk about that oh just briefly just briefly oh man just briefly yeah, I'm excited about. I haven't that. heard. First I haven't, person, yeah, I haven't heard much more for, about it, but yeah, I haven't either. But it's like a first-person shooter, and people are. It's the same vein where you're trying to lock people out of the ship and mess with them, and you're fighting off aliens. Yeah, and, yeah, that looks cool. cool. I agree. Yeah, I concur. That could be a lot of fun. Cool, 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 cool. Well, um, anything you want to talk about before we? take off for the rest well, of the... Well, while we have been talking about Shadowrun, I was going to put a plug in for a Kickstarter uh, that I sent you and Corey uh, just here the other day. Yeah, it went live yesterday. It's the Gangs of Undercity. Uh, it's uh, it's a brand new game by uh, Fragging Unicorn Games. Um, this is a, it's it's This is the game that a year ago I signed that non-disclosure about and I was doing a little um, game testing and talking with and working on with um, the, the guy who produced it and the, the guy who produced it um, O.C. Presley is known as Opti in the Shadowrun world um, he does a hugely successful Shadowrun network um, podcast and does his own uh, podcast and really good um, he's written uh, for Catalyst Games for Shadowrun and some other stuff like that so I've been doing uh, writing RPG things well he stepped out and to do a, his uh, create Fragging Unicorns games and this is the first game from it. It's a it's a miniature skirmish game. I know it's not your thing, but uh, it's it it, it it just came out on Kickstarter yesterday. Um, so and it within within an hour 
uh, it, it funded under two hours, under two hours, it funded. So it's already up to almost $50,000 of the 12,000 pledged. So it, it looks cool. It's a little band of six, um, shadow, uh, run type esque, uh, characters, um, that she, there's different scenarios and missions and things you can do, but it's, it's a, a three foot by three foot table with, um, um, just a skirmish miniature game. It looks really cool. So I'm, uh, I'm, uh, very interested in, um, getting this out and seeing it and see how the Kickstarter goes. And, and I've, I've been talking with Opti, um, through discord messenger and stuff over these, this last week on it. And I'm helping a little bit, bit with certain things behind the scene for it. And it's, it's really been fun. It's been cool. So I'm, I'm curious to, uh, see how this all pans out but yeah gangs of yeah, the undercity these scrimmage kind of games are not for the faint of heart no, I mean, these are not necessarily yeah they're definitely not casual type entry level games if you're interested in miniature type games these might be the ones you might start absolutely with or, uh, try it's to not play. a board game yes uh you, you have to have all the figures uh, if unless you don't necessarily have to paint them, unless you know you're asking Corey, uh, but <laughs> Corey's a paint stop. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you you have uh, measuring tape out. You, yeah. you have to measure your movement comes from inches or yep. you know centimeters. It depends. I don't know. I'm sure it depends on where you are. But yeah, you're measuring out uh, actual things for all of them. Each of the characters have their own special abilities and their abilities have certain range again, based off of measuring tape and it's um, line of yeah, sight and all this kind it's, of stuff. It's yep. pretty hardcore. Yep. This is the type of game. Those type of games are the type of games when I was younger in my teens that I would totally be into. Yeah. Uh, I just feel in my adult life where I don't have as much time, it's just hard to devote. I can't hardly get board games in, let alone get something uh, like this. But this one, I would have really loved this when I was a younger teen and had that time. Because these are the kind of things where you'd get your toys out. And yep, you'd kind of, yep, you play. You'd almost basically do or make believe some of that stuff. Oh, you know, yeah, but. absolutely. And uh, there's a lot of it, part of this uh, Kickstarter. You can get... Uh, um, um, a terrain and uh, um, that kind of stuff that you can put together to make the city and map and stuff. So, I mean, that's yeah, you have these little buildings and it's a futuristic uh, uh, steampunk, uh, a cyberpunk type setting with all this buildings and stuff like that. And it, it, it looks really cool. It's got these are games that have table presence. You paint things, you, you, you the artist of, of the gamer comes out within a lot of people with this type hence Corey, he does a great job regarding that and so a lot of the my boys like it so it's something i can do with them so that that makes it easier to to, to be able to get into and have a game like this so yeah yeah it, you can put a lot of time and money oh, yeah into that, yeah sure. you can <laughs> yeah and with miniature <laughs> games that you can yeah all right. Well, that kind of wraps up our time this week. We thank you for tuning in and listening. We appreciate it. If this is your first time, again, I'm sorry. This is not our normal episode format. Although, if this keeps going on for the rest of the year, this technically would be our normal episode format. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but uh, we do appreciate you listening. Hopefully soon, you know, we can start meeting up and playing games. I don't know. It's just tough not being able to see each other at work uh, to get that time in, too. Um, and apparently not for another five or six months still, oh, it looks like. Let alone this year. 
I, I don't see us going I, back till 2021 at least. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll play it by ear, but um, here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully we're going to be switching over to our new hosting. Uh, maybe start getting some live streaming on. We'll see how that goes. That might also be helpful if we do have guests in because you can just send them a link and they just log in and it records and everything for them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. Uh, so uh, yeah. Well, we thank you again for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions or feedback or whatever, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can hear in our outro, our social media and email address. Feel free. We're always open. If you have anything we want to talk about on air or any questions, we can address it. We can talk on air. We appreciate that and all feedback. Um, next, next week, I believe Emily should be returning. We'll see how the schedules work out. Anything big on the horizons? Oh, Last, I meant to say, I got a shipping notification today Ooh. for Thunderstone Quest Kickstarter. You backed that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I just got shipping notification. On AEG, I think yesterday posted that they just had not heard that uh, the fulfillment centers in the U.S. just started doing starting to do fulfillments. So I think I was a handful of the first ones to get a shipping. Because I, I have the... This is a pro tip for anybody, um, Kickstarter or board gaming, or just even outside of board gaming. You can set up your address with U.S. Postal Service, U.S. Uh, UPS, and FedEx, where you you have to sign up and then confirm your address and stuff. But once you do that, anytime anything is going to be shipped, like a label is created, it'll send you a notification about it. Yeah. So I got an email saying, "Hey, a label was created, and it was fun again." whatever distribution i'm like i'm pretty sure that's aeg so i went and checked the kickstarter and sure enough they started uh fulfillment so hopefully here in the next week i'll get my copy of uh the new thunderstone quest is that the new horizons uh-huh oh yes now i think i did the two barricades that was the last mm -hmm. kickstarter i didn't do the barricades was the oh. co-op version but i did the late 2020 delivery well i believe on their updates that got delayed so i don't think that includes it i'm not 100 percent sure it's ag has been really confusing with this whole thing and i guess they're coming out the yet another thunderstone quest kickstarter here oh, soon nice okay Yay. so that's right this is the one i ended up uh backing the champion level um through aeg and got and picked it up at gen con last year so i don't have the the barricade and new horizon um, I thought you, um, I thought you late pledged it because I, oh, I remember yes, texting yes, you yes, and yes. we both late yes, pledged you're it. Right, I did. So it won't show up in your Kickstarter That's, list. That is right. Yeah, and I, which is yep. super annoying. And I haven't got a notification yet for shipping. So, yeah, you're right. Oh, I got to look at that. I got to go back and look at that. So you're right. I did late pledge. Oh, that. is that going to ship to your old address? It doesn't matter. I, it's, I, yeah. Oh, you have forwarding yep, right now. Yep, it's close yep, enough. Yep, yep. Okay, that would suck. Yes. Yeah. So that makes I gotta I gotta check that out. Thanks for reminding me on that, Brian. So anyway, got some new Thunderstone quests coming. Yes, looking forward Pretty to that. Pretty excited about it. Good deal. Anyway, well, we have that to talk about. Um, I'm sure Emily now plays some more Gloomhaven and some other games here the next week or so. So um, sure, a bunch of games to talk about. Absolutely. Good times. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. Until next time from the games we play, I am Brian. And I'm Chris. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.
episode 63, games one year later. <laughs> I know it hurts. <laughs> I got a drink. That did hurt. <coughs> oh, my gosh. I about choked. Oh, my gosh. My eyes are watering.